Welcome to episode 043, when you have no reference point for all that you are experiencing. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. you'll hear me mentioning the seven days of emotional alchemy free Facebook program which has actually just ended however please know that you can join us at any time over the next week and still catch up on the previous seven days of practices there were powerful healing meditations tapping sessions to clear away anxiety and worry beautiful breathwork practices and so much more even some lovely somatic practices to really support you to self-soothe and to ground and to center so follow the link in the show notes please join us dive into that beautiful community of at the moment 270 people and hopefully still growing and you can enjoy a lot of those delicious practices and the lovely vibe that we've got going on in there once you're in there, stay tuned because I'll be offering some more things in that group to you guys only. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome to the start of a new week. Hmm, wasn't last week crazy? And I know I don't even need to say what it was crazy from or what caused that crazy. I know you know. So here's the thing, right? In my 38 years on planet Earth, I have never, ever experienced a global pandemic. Ever. So I'm going to guess that you haven't either. Unless you're a lovely elderly listener and then maybe you do remember one from early in the 1900s so this is what's going on right this current global climate situation has been dishing up all the emotions a myriad of emotions and feelings from hope and joy to insane levels of gratitude to feeling blessed and deeply irreverent And then swinging to the other side to anxiousness, feeling tense and wound up, heart achy, sore and bruised, worried, concerned and heartbroken. Do any of those emotions ring a bell for you? Yeah, you too? So I know, I know that you're feeling that too. I know that in my heart, but I also know that because I spent the last week hosting a free Facebook group called The Seven Days of Emotional Alchemy. And as the name suggests, we spent seven days where I held space and provided the 270 plus people in that group with some delicious practices 
in mind, body and soul to support them through this experience, through this global experience that we're all in. And so many of those inside this group and my friends and my clients and my family members are all expressing the same thing. They're overwhelmed. The intensity, the uncertainty, the instability is too much. And these emotions are felt for most of us to a depth and a ferocity and a breadth that we've never felt before. And they're also coming thick and fast. <sighs> deep breath with me, deep breaths. So in a recent mentoring session, one of my gorgeous clients who I've actually coached on and off for, I think, over five years now, uttered these words that really struck home for me. She said, I've never experienced this before. I have no reference point for this. And my God, I get it. I really do. Mostly as we move through our human experience, we often look for a point of reference to help us cope. You know, we look back at our previous experiences and stories within our memory and our own life experience to be reminded of how to show up, what to do and even why it's happening. You know, we look to our past stories and experiences to go, okay, so this is not exactly the same, but I did this last time and that really worked or I know that I can get through this because I've seen myself do X, Y and Z and I got to the other side of this. But when we have no reference point, what then? What do we do? If we no longer have a point of reference because we've never experienced anything remotely close to this, then how exactly do we know what to do, think, say, and how to be? As a side note before I go on, I just want you to know that if that's how you're feeling, it's cool and it's 100% normal. You've never been here before. So we are blessed to have this online space to tune into people's podcasts and online resources and communicate with each other online to be able to rally each other and offer support and be in this together. It takes away the feeling of isolation and loneliness and bands you together with people feeling the same thing. But other than that, there really aren't a lot of ways to externally resource. Right now, people are scrambling to pull things together Councils and governments are creating systems and structures to support us through this. There is a lot happening very, very quickly, which is awesome. We are all figuring it out as we go along, moment by moment, change by change. But this moment-to-moment -moment nature can make us feel really suffocated. It can be hard to breathe under the weight of uncertainty and the perceived lack of security, control and support. Now, note that I use the word perceived here. I'm not spiritually bypassing your human experience. Many of you likely have lost jobs or in dire situations or really feeling like, holy shit, I could lose everything right now. So I'm not spiritually bypassing that at all. I pay homage and respect and honor all of that 100%. But bear with me because I'm going to flesh out what I mean by perceived. You'll get it in a moment. So this is it, right? I'm going to present something different to you. And it's not actually different. It's actually not a new idea it's ancient wisdom and many of our longest spiritual teachings have touched on and fleshed out and carried and embodied this truth so this is the truth you already have all you need within you you may not have the human experience reference point but you have many internal reference points Everything you already need is within you. 
And when you come into stillness through meditation, through healing, through grounding, through a myriad of other experiences, and when you connect to your higher guidance and your spiritual support team, and I guarantee you, you have one, you will be reminded that you are the physical manifestation of love. You are actually opposite in mind, body, and soul to fear. Abundance, joy, love, contentment, gratitude, these are all the threads of DNA, your energetic DNA that make you, you. In times of stress, like right now, and when I say stress, it's like bold and underlined, right? We need to remember to stand under the never-ending flow of love. We need to tap into that inner resilience, inner security and connectedness that is part of our very spirit. It is your truth and it is the truth. It's exactly how to feel in uncertainty. It's exactly how to cultivate certainty in uncertain times. So remember the tap is always on. The flow of love is always on. We just need to remember to stand under it, to soak in it, to feel into it. So this sounds really wishy-washy. I know, <laughs> I know it does. And it sounds like I'm skimming the surface here, but this is such a big truth that it's something you have to feel, not just hear and cognitively understand. But here we are, right? The world is imploding in a sort of way and we are being forced to review the way that we think, how we feel, how we show up in the world, what we value, what we consider to be real and true. And if we are to let our ego guide the way through this, of course, we're going to forget who we truly are, which is a divine, infinite being, direct from source, connected to all. And we'll end up functioning through this experience from our ego state, which is a state that has us believe that we're singular, individual, disconnected from the divine, unsupported, left to our own vices, and believing that we're at the mercy of whatever life throws at us, Affected to the very core of our being and the external world is how we measure who we are and what we're worth. Just let that land, right? Living from our ego state in this time is probably not going to support you in the long run. But here's the truth as well. Your ego does serve you. In times of crisis, it acts to save you. It goes into survival mode for you. It knows how to support you through your human existence. But it is not you. It is part of your human psyche. But it is not you, bold, underline. Your ego seeks to find love and security and abundance and self-worth and joy and happiness and all the good stuff from all things external. Your job, your friendships, your lovers, your clothing, what you own and what you do and who you are the accolades and the recognition and the celebrations for you because of you and what you do and create and offer. This all comes from the external world. The ego seeks it out and hunts it out from the external world. You're referencing the external world always. Just as right now you might be referencing your external world and your past experiences to be able to get you through this, which is all fine and good. And there's plenty of stuff in your past that's going to armor you up for this you just probably haven't been able to see that just yet but what I'm really trying to get through for you today is that your truth 
your soul, your divine self does not seek for any of that external love and joy and abundance because it already is all of that. It need not look without because within and within you is all that you could ever need and want. You are it. We just haven't been taught to embody it. We haven't been taught from a young age how to actually tune into the fact that we are love, that we are abundance, that we are constantly in the flow of all good things. So when shit literally hits the fan, okay, not literally, but you get me, when the world implodes and the global pandemic throws everything completely off, we keep looking to our external world and our ego selves for support and guidance, forgetting that we have it within us. That everything that we need, all the support that we need to get through this lies within our own inner resilience, our own all-powerful, brilliant soul, our connection to spirit that will remind us that we are safe, that we are loved, that we are completely and utterly okay. Hmm. So you're probably feeling like I can't tap into a previous human experience that will resource me through this. So that means you must look deep within, back to this truth I'm talking about, back to your spiritual self, reconnect there and come back home. Call on that part of you, the real whole you, to armour up with love and expand your bandwidth to hold space through this. You will no longer feel like you're in survival mode, gripping and holding on, ready to fight your way through this or to flee or to freeze even. But instead, you'll be willing to surrender into it and accept what is and take action where it's needed and ride the waves, ride the waves, ride the waves. Because as a spiritual being, that is precisely what you came here to do, which is have a human experience, riding the waves of emotion and feeling within that human experience, but not to get so lost in it that you forget that you are completely, deeply, utterly, powerfully resourced as a divine human being connected to your divine spirit self. How does that land? How does that land for you? And while you're letting that land, I want to present another element to this. So this whole way through, I've been talking about how you probably feel like you do not have a reference point for this. But guess what you do? I guarantee that there is at least one story, whether it's your own or somebody else's, that you can land on, that you can tap into the energy of and the power within it and the silver lining and the strength and resilience from that too to carry you through this. As an example, when I sit and feel into the experience of self-isolation and quarantine and the words lockdown and all that kind of stuff, at first it's really triggering. But then I stop and I think, whoa, wait a minute, I've been here before. In those first six months with my eldest, with my daughter, I was in self-isolation because the inner experience within me was so overwhelming and so huge as I adjusted to becoming a mother, as I was shattered from maidenhood and thrown into matrescence, thrown into motherhood. 
as I was smacked in the face by the trauma of birth, and I actually had a beautiful birth, so it's funny that I still use that word trauma, and the trauma of becoming a mother completely unprepared and shocked by it all, I was in self-isolation. And it took me six months before I felt like I could revisit the world again. And in that six months, I met the darkest parts of myself and I met my shadow and I met all these core wounds that came up and have kept coming up for years since. I met the murkiness. I had more than one dark night of the soul. In fact, I think I'd probably call it the dark six months of the soul. So when I tap into that, I can remember I've been here and I moved through it. I grew through the mud, just like the lotus flower that blooms on the top of the water after pushing through mud. I've been there and I'm grateful for it and it was powerful and it changed everything. So see this experience right now through the lens of one experience, whether it's isolation or losing all your money or losing a job or breaking up with somebody, see that experience, bring it into the forefront for yourself, revisit it and use that to be the lens in which you look through this experience to remember your resilience and your personal power and your capability and the truth of who you really are to carry all of that Hmm. Yeah, this is a big time, but I have faith. Especially if you're a mama, I know that you have resources within you. Please don't forget them. Please don't forget what you already have, what you've already experienced. And you know I'm going to remind you of how important it is for you to be doing daily practices just as important as it is right now to drink water and nourish your immune system. It's so important for you to do daily practices, meditation, EFT, breath work, somatic practices, movement, to connect you back to your higher self, to connect you back to your inner resilience, to help you have a daily reference point to move through this. I cannot stress that enough. So if you haven't already, jump over to the show notes. Join the seven days of emotional alchemy. Get your hands on my now 50% off alchemy masterclass, which is teaching you all about chakras, EFT, white light, essential oils. Grab whatever resources you can. There are a multitude of resources online at the moment. So do that for yourself. Make that an imperative. Thank you so much for tuning in so much for being here with me. I'm sending you so much love.